Hello and welcome to Center for Victory's podcast of your best day yet. I'm Eric Guy, uh, Chief Victory Officer at the Center for Victory. We're here to help unlock, reinforce, and enrich relationships through personal and professional development. Today, I am actually in studio with uh, a man that I just met and his team uh, just a few weeks ago. And some of you that have uh, maybe have tuned in have made, you know, I've talked about actually uh, this gentleman and his team. I haven't used any names yet, but, uh, uh, we're over here with, uh, with Mr. Brian Hess, uh, payment group. And we're in your studio, which is fantastic. Um, we're going to have to up my game. Um, but thanks for, thanks for having us over. Appreciate it. Um, before we get started too much into this, Brian, can you just kind of tell people your kind of backstory? And uh, a little bit, and then we'll talk about, um, I'd like to talk about, you know, our first interaction, which was the Grand Canyon. Sure. Uh, because I watched your whole team go through that with you, and it was pretty dynamic. I knew it was going to be, but I just, it just, I think everybody should do it. So uh, first, just kind of your background. Sure, yeah. So Brian Hess, uh, founder of the Pavement Group, also a founder of Top Contractor School. So we're a nationwide asphalt and concrete company, so if you shop there, pump your gas there, do your banking there, receive your packages from there, we probably have a pretty good chance of we're paving their parking lots in some way, shape, or form. Um, I am a man of God, family man. I got four kids, a fifth one on the way. I grew up right here in western Pennsylvania, so I grew up in a small town called Uniontown, Pennsylvania, closer to West Virginia. Closer to where I grew up. There there you go. (laughs) And so, you know, I had amazing parents. My dad was a steel worker, worked for U.S. Steel for 43 years. My mom stayed at home, so my parents are still married. Um, have an amazing wife that holds down everything at home so that I can go do all the crazy entrepreneur things that I do. And uh, have an unbelievable team here. You know, we're on a mission to do more than just pave in parking lots, but really impact people and help the community that we're part of. And, um, man, just love every day, man. I, I love what I get to do and who I get to do it with and enjoying the journey. Yeah. So it was, it was just, yeah, just, it was wonderful being with you at the Grand Canyon. So what, you know, Brian and I, his team, actually my wife went with me. Um, we went through the Grand Canyon rim to rim over 25 miles at the bottom. It was 120 degrees. And 122 to be exact. Oh, okay, 122. Um, but you know, just having having you guys, your whole team being there, and it's like, well, you know, a construction group. You know, we work with a lot of construction companies, and it's like, oh, well, this is going to be a trip. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, this ought to be really good. And um, you know, I didn't do any research or anything on you guys before we went out, but um, it was it was actually very inspiring to watch you guys go through that. Uh, the teamwork, the the just the building one another up, even, you know, I, I watch behavior. I mean, just the way you guys interacted on, on the bus, our trip, um, I, it probably only took me a few hours. I felt like I was part of the group. So, you know, kudos to you and what you're doing here. But, um, you know, one of the things, you is, is there a reason that you took your gang out? I mean, I know there are, but you know, what were the reasons that you wanted to do this with, with some of your team? Cause you're going to take back other ones next year, right? We're going to do yeah. this again. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, you know, it, I, I love doing things that, you know, have an impact on people. And, you know, when, when Caleb and Sarah, you know, kind of came to us with this idea, 
I thought, man, this is crazy enough to, you know, this is crazy enough to really do something great with. And, you know, our, our mission was, you know, we, we give 10% of our net profits back to the community every single year. And so we try to find the organizations that we could do that through. And when they came with it, it was like, you know, what we love the most, man, is to be able to not just give money, but also to, you know, put our hands on the things that we impact, right? Mm -hmm. So to be able to go do that and see firsthand, you know, what it takes to be able to do this, go, go on the adventure, get to know, uh, you know, some of the vets, first responders, things like that, that, that we're impacting by raising money, you know? So our goal was to go raise money and then match that dollar for dollar, whatever we could raise and then go, you know, have the people that supported us be able to watch what we did on the hike and document that. And, you know, it wasn't, wasn't right away that I started thinking like, man, this is going to be a heck of a a team building thing. It was more about being able to do good and, you know, go have an experience Mm -hmm. in the process. And as we were preparing and you start to realize like, man, this is no joke. Like this is going to take, you know, some serious effort to get through it. Um, I said this on the, the summary video, but it was like, you know, you don't do it for ROI. Right? You, that, that's not really the intent. The intent is to raise some money for a great organization, to do some team building. But it was pretty clear to me when we arrived and we started, you know, we went to dinner the first night and we started, you know, you start looking at how this is actually going to go. You know, you're like, man, this is, this is going to be good. And then as we got into the canyon, I was like, man, this is, <laughs> this is, you can't duplicate that bonding. Like, no. You know, even our friendship, right? Yeah. It's like there's something unique about going through something like that someone with someone. And, you know, one of the things that Caleb said to me many times before we went is like, you know, the person that goes into the canyon is not the one that comes out. And I thought that was like pretty cliche, right? It was like, oh, yeah, of course. But you, you said it that. in your video. Yeah, of, of course <laughs> you would say that. But the reality is, is that you when you go through it, you realize how true that yeah. statement is. And, you know, one of the things that I really love about those types of things, you know, I ran a 50K uh, a few years back. And, you know, one of the things I love about challenging things like that is like, dude, the canyon doesn't care where you came from. The canyon doesn't care how much success you have. The canyon doesn't doesn't care about any of that, right? It's the great equalizer. And so when you go into that, it's literally just the person to your left, the person to your right. And, and your own spirit that's going to get you through that. And so I love doing things like that. And I, and I will tell you, man, coming out of that, I think it was an incredible ROI from a bonding standpoint for us, even though mm-hmm. that wasn't the intention. Um, for me, it was, it was how do we show the community how to give? Because it's one of the things that's really weird for people. You know, not everybody, um, it's uncomfortable for people. They, first of all, they don't know how to do it. They don't know how to select the right places. Mm-hmm. They don't know how it's it's not easy the first time that you write a check for something like that to be able to give. And then once you do it, man, it becomes it's it's addicting. It's like, how do we make a bigger impact? How do we go somewhere else and make a difference there? How do we, you know, select these nonprofits that we can have an impact on? And when you realize, when you get into that world of nonprofits and you realize like, how they're running these nonprofits and like the budgets that they run them on, you know, being able to raise $50,000 for a nonprofit is a big deal. Right? Huge. Yeah. It makes a massive impact. And so, you know, for us, it's about our team being able to, to do that, being able to make that impact. 
And then, you know, the bonus for us, man, was like, you know, the bonding that happened on our team was incredible, you know, and, and people probably ask you about it every time they see you go somewhere and yeah. do something like this, like, what the heck are you doing? Right. And so now the outside community is like, how can we be part of this next year? And so, you know, all in all, it was meant to make a difference in our community, to bring our team together. But the the end impact was exponentially greater than what I thought. It would yeah, be. I mean, it was very impactful to me just watching all of you. Um, and I've told your story again. I, I hadn't asked to I didn't use your name or anything like that. Feel but, free. Anytime. Yeah. But uh, I mean, that I just said, you know, it was inspiring to watch you guys go through and watch you support one another. I mean, you had, you know, you had uh, you had one on your team that, that, you know, had really bad knees, yep. right? And we were worried about him for a little bit because there was a time we didn't know where he was yep. because he took off. <laughs> took off on his own. Shout yeah. out to Tony Grout. Yep. <laughs> and uh, you had someone that didn't, you know, was uh, scared of heights. Yeah, very right? scared of heights. Which mm -hmm. was... You know, and you told me that when we were only like two miles in, and I'm thinking, yes, like, this is wigging this is wigging me out. I'm like, I can't imagine. Um, you know, so you had all that that kind of going on, but the support that you gave one another, you came in supporting one another. I mean, you know, we connected the the night before. You all sat around. You all ate with one another. Um, why is that so important here? Like, what do you do here? Because you're, you're building something, and I think people, if they don't pay attention, they need to. But, I mean, you've got something going on here. And before I even stepped in here, I knew that just from your interaction out there. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I believe that our workplaces, you know, in today's environment are, you know, more important places than they've ever been, you know, like the things that we can pull from a workplace, uh, you know, what I say to these folks is like, our job isn't to make people better employees so that we can make more money. Our job is to send people home as better fathers, better mothers, better husbands, better wives. And, and in the process, if we can do all that, uh, we become a better business automatically. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it's, it's about creating those connections. You know, we, have crafted a team here. Like we've handpicked all of these people because of not just their skill sets, but because of who they are, their values, their principles. And that's a, it's, it's a, there's a standard here um, that I, you know, my whole career, man, I worked for, you know, plenty of great companies. There was just always something missing about it. It wasn't mm -hmm. open enough. It wasn't, you know, the, the people weren't allowed to voice their opinions enough. There was always something missing in that culture. And I think, for us to be able to bring, you know, the traditional family values back where, you know, the father gets home and they genuinely care about the kids and you're having dinner at the dinner table and you're having the right conversations. And, you know, we're, we're creating the right family environment in all of our families. That has to start. Like, you can't have a terrible day at work <laughs> and then all of a sudden go home and be, you know, a super dad or yeah. super mom. And so for us, uh, we try to build that here through the values of teamwork, through the values of culture, like trusting one another. You know, every week we have a, a team meeting Monday morning at 10 o'clock, and I, I try to say it every week. It's like, you know, we're very busy here, man. Like, we've doubled this business every year since 2018 when it started. 
And that takes a lot of effort, but you're not in it alone, right? The old African proverb is, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Mm -hmm. We live by that. And, you know, it's not always easy. And I always say, man, argue if you must, but that's not the goal, right? The goal is open communication allows business to move very fast. And so building a staff here where people, um, I just put a post up about this yesterday, but when I wanted to start this company, man, I was 38 years old. I had a wife that stayed at home with the kids. And everybody in my life told me not to do it, except for my wife. Except for her. And, you know, she was the one that said, you've always said that you thought this could be done and that no one in your career had ever done it. You know, to be able to build a place where people genuinely want to come to work every Mm -hmm. day. Like, they don't run out of here every day. You know, I call them 459ers, right? At 459, they're checking the watch and they're out the door, right? And we don't want that here. It's not that we want people to stay here all night away from their families, but like we want people to say like, man, that day went by fast. Right. And if we do that, we're making a difference. Like, think about this. There's, you know, 30 something people that work in this company. When those 30 something people leave this organization, they go back into their communities because they all live in different places. You know, some of them live close here. Some of them live an hour away. Uh, We have employees all over the country as well. When they go into their communities, they make a difference, Mm -hmm. right? Those people go and take the knowledge and the skills and the inspiration and the motivation that we provide here, and they take that to their families, and they take that to their relatives, and they take that to their kids' sports events, and they take that everywhere, right? And and then the marketing that we do and the social media presence that we have promotes that. And so Mm -hmm. people say, man, I wish I worked at a place like that. That's how we know we're winning, man, when people – you know, want to be part of that, or they wish their workplace was more, you know, like that, that's how we know we're winning. And, and, you know, our goal is, is to be able to help those businesses do the same thing. It's not to steal everybody's employees. It's to, you know, hopefully set some kind of standard that inspires people to say, man, I didn't think that was possible, but maybe it is. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't say you're like the vast majority of other companies that have engagement issues. No. Yeah, I would say if you did an employee engagement survey here, uh, you would get exceptional results. Um, you know, we've, we've done test surveys like yeah. that before. Um, we were selected as, you know, we've won a bunch of different awards for employee satisfaction and engagement and stuff like that. But, yeah, it's, it, and, and, man, it comes down to it's just listening and being open, right? We live in this world where, you know, people don't listen anymore. You know, and and they just want to move fast. They want to get the numbers and they want to post their, you know, successes on social media. And, you know, it's more important about what it looks like than what it really is. And so for us, it's the reverse. It's, you know, building from the inside out. It's like, you know, if you can build the person from the inside out, what you get as a result is exceptional. And the same thing is true for a company. If you can build it from the inside out, you have a strong foundation that you build it on of values and principles, you know. Who you become is just a result of the collection of people that you have in the organization. And uh, I wouldn't rather go to battle every day with anybody other than these people. So I'm going to ask you a question, because when we came out of the canyon, you and I came out together in the van and, you know, we did all that. Um, and I think we were kind of on the older end. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, we, we weren't bringing the average age down, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but what was really cool about your group? that really impacted me and it impacted my wife actually said something to me too. But, um, we, as we came back to where we were staying, your team had stayed up and waited for you and, and cheered and cheered you on when they came out. I mean, I, I could, 
I think I don't know who it was. One of your guys was actually in their underwear. I'm like, that dude's in oh, his that, underwear. That was David Stepanian. <laughs> Shout out to David. You can see him in the video in his boxer shorts. Yeah, so like, you're not he's in his underwear. But how cool. I mean, how did that make you feel as a leader? You know, because they they got some of them got out three, four hours before we did. Right. So let me put that in context. They were out, maybe in bed three or four hours prior to when we got out. And sore, man. I mean, you know, you know how we felt getting out of there, right? And and so, to me, man, that that is uh, first of all is humbling, right? It's it's a great, it's an incredible feeling. It's an indescribable feeling to know that you're surrounded by people that care enough, mm-hmm. and they were genuinely excited. Yes, right? genuine yes. for Genu- all of us, by the way, yeah. for you guys too, right? Like it wasn't like they were just waiting up for us. Like they were excited right. that everybody, you know, finished and. Um, it's, it was, you know, for me, as I process that sitting here now, it's like, it's, it's a validation that we're doing something right here, you know, that you build real relationships. You know, I always say this, you don't need more customers, you need more friends, you know, or you don't need more friends, you need more customers, the customers become your friends. The same is true for employees, right? If you, if you choose the right people, the right individuals, and they, they just become friends. I mean, we have people that work here that literally, if you didn't know, like Paige, who you've met, and Jenna, who you met over on the other right. side, right? They're best friends, man. They didn't know each other before here. Vinny and Trey, best <laughs> friends. They didn't know each other before here. And so that that's what uh, creating that environment and creating this high-performance culture where people push each other. You know, it's one of the things that I aspire to have as part of my legacy is like to see the gifts in other people and be able to pull them out of them more than they've ever had it before. Because it's easy. It's much easier to see the gifts in other people than it is to see them in yeah. ourselves, right? Right. And so for me, you know, it's it's showing that, demonstrating that as a leader, and hopefully inspiring other people to do that to each other. And I think we're doing that here where, you know, people will remind each other of what their goals are, right? It's like, you know, this is what we're trying to accomplish here. Don't lose track of that because you know, to become your best self, you're not going to do that alone. To leave mm-hmm. a solid legacy, you're not going to do that alone. It takes teamwork. Uh, we just talked about this on my show this morning. You know, to leave a powerful legacy in this world, you're not going to do that by yourself. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of people that showed up here as solo entrepreneurs, right? They had other interests. Uh, Vinny was an artist. Trey was a speaker, Right, you could go on and on and on. Uh, Jenna has her own uh, business that she does uh, makeup and hair and all kinds of things for people. And so those people, you know, our job here is to not take from that, not tell them they can't do that, but to contribute something that teaches them more about what it is that they're passionate about, and then be able to fulfill those dreams faster, more effectively, uh, with more reach, meeting new people, networking with new people. So this place should be a plus one multiplier to them, not something that takes away. And I think a lot of employers think, well, you know, I can't let them do that because it would take away from what they're doing here. I mean, this place is proof of that not being the case. It's about, you know, making sure that they make the right thing, the right priorities at the right time. And if you hire the right people, you know, you're going to have issues no matter what. People right. have lives, right? Yeah. And that, that creates challenges with any business. But if you choose the right people, and you are constantly reminding them of what the bigger picture is. In my experience, most of the time, it takes care of itself. It's all about having the right people, treating them with respect. You know, I tell people when they get hired here, 
if you need told what to do every day or you need, you know, your hand held every day, this isn't the place for you. And that's no disrespect, but it's like, we're not going to do that. Like, this is a high performance environment. If you want your dreams to come true faster, this is a place, this is a dream factory. Like, we're going to make that happen for you. But we're not going to, you know, we're not going to, you know, be watching the watch, making sure you take your lunch on time. That's not the type of culture that we have right. here. It's one of camaraderie. It's one of positivity. It's one of high performance. It's one of, you know, high expectations and high rewards. Mm -hmm. And I would say, lat, you know, kind of last point here is one of impact. I mean, obviously, you impacted me. I can't, I, I'm, all you guys impacted me, you know, deeply. And, uh, you yeah, know, when we got out of the canyon there and, and they were all cheering, I'm like, I definitely, I said to my wife, I said, I definitely got to go over and see this dude. <laughs> I mean, it, it warrants me at least, and, and I'm glad I we did. We appreciate and, you yeah, being here, man. Yeah. Uh, and I really appreciate it. But, I mean, thanks for making an impact. Uh, I hope to have you back. I mean, I'd love 100%. For, for you to come back I'm, and just all the, the knowledge that you have. I know, you know, the first thing, I think one of the first things you said when we were on the bus is like, I'm a leadership geek, you know, or something like that. Yes, like I just absorb yeah. everything. And I was like, okay, like, I, and then we ended up being in a, in the Canyon together for that long. So I really appreciate it. Really appreciate you giving us your wisdom. Hopefully we can have you back. I know hopefully we'll 100%. have all your, your folks on here as well, but do appreciate you uh, turn tuning in. Um, you know, if you want more information, you can go to centerforvictory.com. Uh, Brian, thanks again for being on. Uh, really appreciate your advice, all your wisdom. And just remember, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, make this your best day yet. We'll talk to you soon.